Dang, it's going to be hard not to cuss. Yeah, it really, it's it's damn hard not to cuss on this. Luke, I started. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <No>. Why? <laughs> Every time. That's what we do. We randomly start. Sporadic. I'll, I'll edit that out. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. Oh, we, we, I he'll think about editing that one yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I, I will find the exact time frame that I need to cut out and then contemplate if I should cut it out or not and then decide not to. <laughs> I can definitely tell, though, as this podcast goes on, we get lazier and lazier. <laughs> like, we, we are having more slip-ups and, like, less editing and stuff. We need a professional sound guy to, like, edit it. Yeah. Just have just to have someone sit here, too, mm-hmm. and run the computer instead of me. I, hold on. I got to change these lights. So you guys not know about our LED that? lights in the cabin. These things are going crazy. I really liked it. I kind of like that. Well, I don't like it. It's, it's too distracting because it's, like, slowly changing. And I thought and I set it to, like, a... I don't know how to work this. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give you guys the intro. Oh, what episode is this? 25? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 25. 25? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 25 of Speaking Sporadically. Oh, yeah. Um, Today, we don't have quite a few hosts, but we do have We're a missing new guest. O- over half. Yeah, we are. We definitely are. It's this literally is... just me and Devin yeah. hosting today. Regular host. But we do have a new guest, Jared. Or Jerry. We've talked about him quite a few times. Yeah. We've told some stories and stuff. Just so. another fellow Eagle Scout. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. We do have a room of Eagle Scouts yes, right sir. now. Yes, sir. We could have had another one, but he decided not to come because he was hungry. Supper was more important. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> With the Felix. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, so that's kind of our, uh, I guess, main topic for today because Jerry is a Boy Scout. An Eagle Scout, we well, thought we're going to hit some Boy Scout stories today. Especially since Trey's not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to, because every time he's here, that's when we talk about Boy Scouts. Every time he's not here, we never do. And he's just like, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah, yeah. There's probably some people who actually believe he was in Boy Scouts. They're like, Trey did Boy Scouts? What? So, but it probably no. does make it easier to like describe what you're talking about, though. Because Trey doesn't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you're describing it to Trey and the people at the same time. Right. Because then we can actually tell if the audience or first-time listeners understand it. But, um, yeah, I can't figure out how to change these LEDs, so it's going to be like that. Um, But we've had a pretty good week. Another solid week. of. It was our first week of college this week. For me and Devin, anyways, we go to the same school. But yeah. we're both pretty much all online. Yeah, so. it was it was pretty nice because I'm all online. And again, this was the intro week, like the syllabus week. So usually I still had quite a few assignments of the actual topics, but it was more. Or the discussion it, board is like introduce yourself. Yeah, there's always and those. like hey, yeah, it's just so, like responding to people and being like, wow, I also did this. Yeah, it is. It is really cringy and really funny so much. It's so it's funny. Like, yeah, you have to bullcrap so many times because it's like. Please respond to at least three people, and people just talk about themselves. You're like, what am I supposed to say? Like, that is cool that you do this. And you know, I do not care. But, <laughs> yes. Um, but. So how might – does your class kind of work the same as mine, basically a week? Yeah, you yeah, pretty much yeah, get it all at the beginning of the week. Right. And you can do it on your own time so whenever you feel I'm like. I'm 100% all online, which I don't know about that yet. By the end of the semester, I might get really old and I might get tired of that. But I guess we'll see. Right now, I don't mind it. But I get all my assignments at the beginning of the week, like usually Monday morning. And it's all due Sunday night for all my classes, everything. So that you basically just have all week and, like, just get this all done. And, again, this was the intro week, so it's a little bit easier. But I was done by, like, Wednesday at noon. 
for my work. I got I worked all day Monday, like a normal school day. I probably got up at like nine, started working, quit at like three, three thirty, four, somewhere around there. And I had lunch in between. And obviously at home you're not gonna work as like diligently diligently as like school like you know there's always times where i'm taking getting on my phone taking little breaks scrolling on tiktok or whatever but i was worked for about two and a half days all monday all tuesday and then by wednesday by lunchtime i was done with this week which was it's pretty nice because i literally did nothing all thursday and friday which i guess it's kind of a double-edged sword because it was nice but i was so bored Cause I didn't know what to do. I didn't have anything to do. It's when you have to come up with other things to do. Yeah. And this is when I love the pl- one place that I work at. And it is basically part-time. But I literally show up there random times and I'll do things. Mm-hmm. Like Fridays, I deliver lunch to one place. And I'll make like four mm-hmm. trips to the, yeah. just the town over. Yeah. And it's so nice. Just like two hours. But something that like forces me to get out of bed, get dressed, like work out if I'm feeling motivated. And it's just little extra chang, little extra chang in the pocket, and yeah. I heard that is cool where you guys work. Like Trey works at the same place, and I know he talks about how him and other friends that he has that works there. They, they'll just like if they're bored, they'll just show up and they'll find work. You know, they get paid. They obviously have schedules also, but like if they're free or like they think they need help, they'll just show up and they'll just start working a little bit. Mm-hmm. And but uh. We, Devin and I, both went on a canoe trip this last weekend, yep. which is we literally got back today at noon. Jerry's been on a few of those. Yep, missed out my first one this year. Yeah. Should have came. You should you should have. It was it was pretty fun. It was a good time. <laughs> it was All right. So, all it I'll, I'll explain the canoe trip. So, all it is is we wake up Saturday morning and then we drive down to Great Miami River, right? It's, yeah. It's just yeah. an hour. Literally like we don't meet yeah, till yeah. 1. It's, it's, yeah. And then we leave. So we get there like early afternoon and then we canoe like most of the afternoon and get back to the camp. Well, it's, it's kind of confusing if I would tell you like specifically how we do it. Cause there's a lot of like car pulling and cat moving, and moving, cars. but we basically drop our stuff off at the campsite, which is halfway down the river. We go to the beginning, we canoe down and we stop at our campsite. Like we literally just pull off up the ramp and we set the boats down. And we stay there that night, and then the next morning we get up and then pack all our stuff up and we canoe down to the, the last section, the last to section. where the dam is and the put out is. Yeah, which is just, the end of the river. Yeah, pretty river much. Dam. And then we go home. So it's a real short but easy trip. It's a fun one. It's and always it, fun it, for no reason. Like you don't know why. Like it should be so boring because it's you're a one night on old canoes. Like literally, what are they made out of? Fiber like fiberglass, yeah, they're all fiberglass like old canoes. fiberglass canoes, and then you row slow. And there's a lot of times where the river is real low, and you have to get out and drag your canoe along because you'll just scrape and you'll never move. But it's just always so fun. It's so short, so simple. And another thing is with this, like they're old, obviously, and they have cracks in them. <laughs> we, so like we'll we, be taking we on one. water, yeah. just like we're rowing, and we're like, man, we have a lot of water in here, <laughs> which we. Then, so, all right, so me, Luke, and Jacob Sherman, or Jacob, which was on the boat, and then uh, we all had a canoe, which is another story, because Jacob hurt his arm, and so he couldn't, like, row or anything, because he's in football. I don't really know. He said his shoulder Whatever. hurt, so he couldn't row, so we're like, he's like... He just didn't want to row. That's all I'm kind of thinking, so he goes, can I just sit in the middle? And we're like, whatever. So he literally just sat in the middle of the canoe while me and Luke were on the seats rowing. And he was the biggest pain all weekend. 
literally, we were we would fall over just because he would like shift his weight a little yeah. bit because he was uncomfortable. Yeah. Bro, you are just sitting there. Yeah. You would just sit there, and we would just like yeah. all the way over. Or like he would lean, and like he would almost turn his back to one of the sides and put his legs over the other one, and you'd he would, like will like tip over, or he would just sit there and start rocking. Which is so tough for us because we're sitting there trying to counterbalance his weight movements. We're like, oh, just trying to stay up. And he's like, what are you guys so angry for? We're like, we're trying to battle. And he, it was, it was kind of annoying. It was so funny though. Oh. Also, with you guys being older guys now, you probably didn't feel like getting wet the whole time. Yeah. And then we so were back in the older days. We'd always purposely be flipping everyone <laughs> and dive from one canoe over to the next person's and flip them over yeah. and. Honestly, there wasn't any like any of that this year. Not near as like bad they as were already year. tipping themselves because they couldn't, they weren't balanced or whatever. <laughs> there was there was an absurd <laughs> amount of kids that like just tipped their cell. Like you would just no look one back. Them. Yeah, no one touched them, and you would look back and you would see their their canoe going underwater. We're like, how'd that happen? So funny, random. Just they're just sitting there and just. <laughs> I feel like those new guys just aren't as athletic as we were. I, it must be. They, I don't know. Well, then, then again, mean, every time Luke steps in the canoe, we take off. We take on water. I swear. I got better. That's true. I got better. That's I true. started stepping in like in the middle and. Stuff well, have like you that. ever watched a grizzly bear try to get into a canoe? <laughs> That's true. It's about the same thing. Honestly, the grizzly bear might be more coordinated than I am. <laughs> if we're being realistic Jacob here. Jacob was pretty bad too. Jacob was just like, what do you want to call it? Like carefree. Like he would just jump in the boat, and then we like literally tip, and then take on half. half we would sink. Canoe. <laughs> yeah, we would sink. Like, bro, quit. Quit just doing that. We told him we eventually just made him get in first. Yeah. And then I would get in. And then, then the most in. balanced one, Devin, would get in. Yeah. Last. Like, okay. Let's get some good solid rowing in now. I actually have a story from that night. It was terrible. Last night? Yeah. You trying like to sleep in your sleep. hammock? It was literally a one-night camp out. So it's just one night, do whatever. We stayed up to like 2:30. It was just two. Just you guys two. went to bed at like quarter after. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't fall asleep to like four maybe. But I'll explain the story. So I, I'm, I'm, sleep, I'm a big hammock sleeper. I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but you guys both know. A while ago, an old scout friend, who wasn't in our troop, but I think he's in a nearby one. He was a, um, he was a, uh, he was like a counselor, counselor at, at our big summer camp we yep. go to every yeah. year. So he got he got me into the hammock because he always slept in a hammock and I'm like yeah I'll try that you know I I forget I think I got a hammock for Christmas or something and then I tried it and it was amazing just the setup was super easy and fast it's comfortable it's it's small lightweight off the ground so I usually sleep in a hammock so I did that last night the thing about where we were camping though I don't know why the bugs were terrible. it's because we were right on the river yeah yeah we there's always right some pretty rough mosquitoes out there that's true I didn't think about that. But the bugs were terrible. So, like, it, the reason we went to bed at, like, 2 is Luke's like, I'm getting tired of scratching and itching myself. I'm going to bed. I, I Like, I can stay up till 4 any given night of the week. Like, I am just conditioned for that anymore at this point in my life. But, like, I was, like, rubbing my legs just, like, I'm tired of this. Constantly. I went to my car. I turned my car on for 10 minutes. Not even. Five minutes with the AC on full blast. Turned my car off. Put my – I wrapped my – uh blanket instead of like out of my body i was comfortable i just put it around my head so my headrest would be more comfortable and i was out in probably two minutes i was not <laughs> i went to go lay in my hammock and i had a pillow and just a big blanket in there and uh, i first started just sleeping normally with the blanket on top of me but then it was i was first getting like 
eaten alive, kind of. Like, there, I was getting a decent amount of bug bites, but nothing crazy. But I was on fire. Like, I was scorching hot. Because it, it's also super humid. It was super thick, and, like, everything was already, like, damp because it was been, been out because I set it up earlier that night. So everything was, like, wet, humid, hot, and I, I, was, I, I couldn't bear it. So I'm like, all right. So I got up, I took the blanket off, and I put it under me. So then I would lay on the blanket that was on the hammock. But then that was a little cooler, but then I would get eaten alive. by like, It was bad, like constantly scratching, itching, and like pains and everything. I was like, oh, my goodness. So then what I did is my hammock is technically like a two-person hammock, but I don't know if it would What? I, I'm How? Sure I don't know if it would support it, though. Yeah, but I know. Like, like, I have a really big hammock, but it's just made for oversized men. Yeah. Like, it's it's really wide. Like, if you yeah. stretch it out, there's a lot of room. So it basically can cocoon me. When I lay down in it, my tops come together. But So if I kept it like that, it was extremely hot. So I'm like, all right. But then if I opened it up and, like, I could dangle my feet off the sides and almost, like, keep it open, then the bugs would be insane because they have an open alley. But if I closed it, the bugs really couldn't get in. But then I was it literally felt like I was sitting in a sauna. So I was dying. This was at, like, 2.40. I, I finally said, screw it. I'm going to go sleep in my car, which Jacob already was because he didn't want to set up a tent or anything. So he's like, can I just sleep in your car? And I have an old truck with bench seats. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So I go. I whip open the door. He shoots up, and he goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because <laughs> he, he was nervous because he had his feet, like, leaning up against the door. And then it flew open, so his feet, like, fell. So he thought he, like, kicked the door open or something. And it was just, he just woke up, and he was I could tell he was real startled. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just real hot. Can I sleep in the back? Because it's a one and a half. So I laid in the back, and um, I, I asked Sherm. I was like, is it hot in here? It's like, like, before I got in, I was like, is it bad? He's like, no, it's not too bad. I'm pretty comfortable. I'm like, all right. I hop in. I lay down. I'm still no blanket. I just put my pillow behind my head. I'm laying there. I am still on fire. Um, I literally reach over Sherm in the front seat, crank the windows down. <laughs> Even the back ones, like, can, like, prop Slide open. open. They don't really, they, like, they prop open a little bit. So, mm -hmm. like, just, like, the back has, like, an inch gap. I do that. I'm sitting there dying. I take off my shirt. All I have on is my shorts. And I, I also had, like, a water bottle that I was just drinking earlier. And then I literally put it up against my chest for the water just to hope, like, it was an ice pack. And it would cool me off a little bit. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's nice. I was just sitting holding the water bottle. And then I finally fell asleep, and I woke up an hour later, and I pick up the water bottle, and it's, like, warm. Like, I have sucked all of the coolness out of it, and it was, like, warm. I'm like, well, that's done. I'm still sitting there dying. It's still hot and thick, but I did not get very good sleep. But definitely better than in the hammock. The truck was an upgrade, but still. You would have never got any sleep in the no. hammock. But we've been doing this canoe trip for a lot of years. And yeah. we Do we have any really good stories from one of the canoe trips? Oh, for sure, well, we definitely do. I don't know which ones we've told. I don't. I don't think I we've think told anything from canoe stories. Probably the best one I could think of was. Do you remember, remember that bass jumped into one of the guys' canoes? I think that's about the only one we might have talked if about. Not, I can't I really mean, think of any other good stories. I mean, I know I've I got had, one from this past weekend. It's gonna be hard to explain, but I'll say it. So we go to the canoe trip every other year. Just to clarify, that's why we've been doing it for quite a few. We've done it like five times, which is probably like ten years or so. Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time. A while. And then we do the whitewater rafting. Every the other year. Years. Even years. Yeah. And so so we're, we're canoeing down the river, right? And we like to take like the 
the most treacherous ways because like the, this river has a lot of trees and islands and forks and ups and downs and like little rapids and stuff so we like to take the most treacherous way so we see this big dead tree in like the middle rightish and there's a little lane on the right side that you can take of like water and, and like, all the water around. is like worked it through so it's nice and deep so you know you're not going to get stuck right so it's like, that or you have to get out yeah so we're like push so we're like oh let's go over there so I, we turn, we start going down. It's working great. We're flying through. But the problem is, is in front of us, there's a big tree branch that we have to, like, kind of maneuver our bodies around, which Luke isn't the best at maneuvering. So me and Jacob make it, make it uh, around okay. Or Jacob actually got out. He was just walking. But I make it around okay, and I'm paddling. The second I turn around is probably the funniest sight I've ever seen. All campouts, I was dying, and I don't think like anyone saw it. Luke was sitting there getting clotheslined at like a half mile, like slowly by this tree branch because he couldn't maneuver himself around, kind of the way the boat was angled. So the tree was like at like his chest, and he was trying to get under it, but he couldn't. So it slowly pushed him off the canoe. It was it was kind of like at an angle, like his angled left side, like. On his left side, it was going like an angle forward. So he, he slowly got pushed off to the side. I literally turned around. I watched him slowly, like literally it looked like in slow motion because it was moving so slowly. He's like struggling, but he's slowly falling. And I see him and he slowly falls over, tips the whole canoe because he just get, slowly gets clothesline. He flips us and we go under. I start dying. And Sherm is just sitting behind us and he starts dying because what he just saw it was so funny. It just I don't know why. It was just so funny to see Luke cl- like hopelessly but so slowly getting pushed off the boat and there's nothing he can do oh it was great uh it would have been perfect other than that though like yeah, it was close it but was. it was <sighs> a clean time high quality Have, but that the bass that jumped in the boat was that yours no it no. was mine that was the year yeah that was we had another scale go and he was yelling he was yelling at me the entire trip yeah they, from like him, the though. first minute. Good. Wow. <laughs> okay. Whatever. But like literally like first minute to the last minute, I he gave me crap the entire weekend. But it was the second day. It was the second morning. Yeah. Morning of the trip. You know, as per usual, we were running into the bank because he couldn't steer. Um, I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't listen to the podcast. You guys are still arguing today. Like, you, like even though it was like six years ago, you still text him. Remember that canoeing trip? To see him in person, he makes a comment about it. I'm like, you still can't freaking steer. I don't want to hear it. But we were in the like along the bank, and all of a sudden, there's a big splash, and something hits me like on the back, and I was like, what the was that? And I turn around, and we have like a good a little bit of water in the in the canoe. It's just kind of how it is. Always had Luke. Always, Luke, had, Luke always, always has yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep the feet moist. But um, I turn around and there's probably a 12 inch bass, 12 inch <laughs> like, smallmouth. Like, it was a nice. It was a, bass. Like that's something that's very pretty. Like something like if you would catch, you'd be like, that was a nice bass. Something you take a picture of and post. And it was just sitting there in the canoe. I was like, cool. That's legit. I was like, man, it'd be really cool if it was the first day because then we'd have something to eat. And then Luke, without hesitation, picks it up. Puts it in the air, like is holding on to it, and puts it in the air, and goes, "We have dinner." <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that was great. It's not like some Lion King stuff, just like yeah, two he, hands up he, in the he air. Simba, it. He was like, "We have dinner," and just yelled throughout the whole river. They were like, "We're going home, you idiot." <laughs> yeah. 
Do you remember Luke always had like the um, floaties on the back of his oh. glasses? And yeah. one of our assistant scout masters grabbed his glasses and just kept threatening him to throw him in the water. And then finally just tossed him in the water while Luke just watched it all go down. And Luke was going ham. He was like, Luke was pissed. He was so mad. And what the funny I part, have a pretty good temper is the problem. <laughs> he was going ham because we just lightly tossed it in the river even though you didn't get it back. Because it kept the glasses afloat. And we were like, and the reason we did it is because, like, Luke, why are you wearing them? They're not going to fall off and you have old glasses. And we were, like, asking. And he was always like, because my mom got them for me and I would feel bad if I didn't if I didn't use them. And we're like, Luke, your mom is not on this trip. No, she's going to find out. Yeah. I remember him saying that specifically. Like, dude, she's going to find out. She's going to know. And we're like, Luke, how? How? But... Guess what? Guess what he wore this past weekend? He wore the floaties, didn't he? Yep. They come off my head too easy, and they were my, they're my prescription sunglasses, so I ain't gonna lose those. Your sunglasses fall off your head? Literally, yeah. Oh, that's hard to do. That's like pretty impressive. It, it takes a lot of force. Don't get me wrong, but yes, they can come off. My like head. I don't know if all the listeners know what you look like, but like, you have a pretty large head. We've we've ex- we've explained it to him the whitewater rafting how he can't fit in their helmets. It looks like a bowl on top of his head. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny, though. It's true. I was so weird. <laughs> One day we'll show a picture of We you post a it. picture of that sometimes. We talk about whitewater yeah. rafting. Yeah. But you oh. see everyone else helmet normally. Luke, it literally looks like the Jewish yama. What is it? The yamaka? It's like a yama or yaman. It's whatever it is. There's little Jewish hats. They cover like half your head. Yeah. That's, that's what <laughs> the helmet is for Luke. Oh, my goodness. Good times, though. Yeah. Always. I always enjoy scouting stuff. I don't care what people say. Like, you'll, I'll, I'll always enjoy it, I think. Like, even just sitting around a fire, like, mm-hmm. you'd think it'd get boring after a while, but the amount of conversations you have with all the other guys, yeah. just, mm-hmm. it gets deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially night. when it gets late night. Yeah. <laughs> Once it gets, like, past 1 a.m., and you're sitting there talking about any conspiracy theory yeah. you can think of. Everyone's a little tired, so they're, oh. like, a little sleep deprived, a little, a little slightly delusional. It was like the last night at scout camp every year. Yeah. Trying to do that all night. Or... You got talk, got talk radio on in the background. Mm-hmm. Political talk radio sitting in the background talking about conspiracies and the whole nine. It was worst when the scoutmaster's second son was there. He would dominate the conversation about yep. it. That's when we had the most dominating conversations about conspiracies and politics and the whole everything. But we we played a uh, a few games that he was legendary for. How do I want to s- describe this game? Um, I guess I could just describe it. You, you, each person goes around and you have to yell louder than the last. Yep. Usually it's uh-huh. called the blank game and you have to pick a word or whatever. And everyone would start normally, you know, start real quiet and slowly go up. And then he would have, have like it, it's supposed to be like a normal talking voice that he would have to say whatever the chosen word was. But he would yell it. And remember, like, he did it a few times in a row just to see how loud it was. Everyone would just sit around with, like, their jaw dropped, just memorized. He would just yell, and it sounded like a, a gunshot. You could hear the echo off the trees, and it would just radiate through the whole camp. It pre- I'm didn't it wake up, like, the camp director one year? Oh, I think that's right. Because they had, a go- like, a golf cart drove past our camp that year. Yeah, I, I felt like... Like, our- it was, like... 3.30 in the morning, last night. <laughs> I felt like our scoutmasters got to talk to the next day, too. Definitely. I, I, I feel, feel like, like on that last night, though, it really doesn't matter. Because what are they going to do, kick us out? Yeah. We're, we're already leaving. leaving. What are you going to do, kick us out? 
That's like the best. Last we did night. some stupid things on that last night of scout camp. You know about the ones we did this past year. Yeah, I yeah. heard about those. Those are probably some of the most legendary things we've done in a while. I don't know. Breaking into the rifle range to go find a marijuana plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that might be a that might be a story for the second half. Or yeah. do we got time now? Uh, we got time. It's not a long one. It's we not a long Well. That, it's not much of a really story. There's really a lot of backstory. That's true. There's a lot of backstory. You probably know more. You guys well, know more I, I think I got a pretty good idea on the backstory. So... Story goes, so this is a true story. So back in the day, this was like, you know, the 70s, like when the camp first opened, you know, they had, this place is like 900 acres. I think we've, we might have told this before. I'm not sure, but we'll tell it again. The place is like 900 acres. And only half really gets used often, like a lot, a lot. But they still have to have like a groundskeeper, not really a keeper, like a ranger. A ranger is a better term. Yeah, they have a ranger crew that takes care of all the grounds. Yeah, so they have a head ranger. And the head ranger was had a little side business. And on the other side of the camp, he, back in the 70s and the 80s, we were told from a counselor, was that he was growing, he grew marijuana. Like, commercial, like a lot of plants. Like, in the neighborhood of, it was like a million dollar, like, operation kind of thing. Like a pretty good amount. And that was the seventies, so it was like, you know, that's probably worth like ten million today. So but obviously he got caught, like, eventually. All bad criminals get caught eventually. And they obviously they took all the plants and they burned them, destroyed them. But there's still like plants you can still find one on a camp every once in a while just cause just random. Randomly, like, they're still growing in the forest somewhere. Yeah, they, like, grow native out there now almost. Yeah, pretty much. And we were told that behind the rifle range, someone was doing the same thing this guy did back in the 70s. So, you know, it's last night at camp. It's, like, 2.33. We're like, well, if we're going to do it, let's go see if it's there. (laughs) And usually when you go to the rifle range, you have to, like, ask permission. You can't be there if there's no, like... Yeah. Leader or advisor. Oh, yeah. The gun director. Shooting yeah. range. Shooting range. Whatever his name director is. Director or whatever. Ugh. And um, so we just, you know, obviously it's three in the morning. So we just open the gate and walk in. <laughs> yeah. Walk in. Walk up the hill behind. And climb into the woods and behind. And I was told, like, they built the rifle range, like, after this operation was going on. It's kind of like why they built it. As, like, a defense. You know, no one would go behind a shooting range. Like, people built this at first to kind of, like, deter people because no one would go behind a shooting range, obviously, for safety reasons. So, that's... But they still, like... So, we went and looked in the woods yeah. for <laughs> marijuana plants. And, and we found nothing. Obviously, no. there was no marijuana plants. It, it, the whole thing is probably a lie. None of it probably happened. No, I'm pretty sure it's true. But... but, but uh, the original... The original story is true. see the original story being true, but... Not any, I, nothing I doubt anymore. there's still anything out there. Yeah, but then again, not. from my memory, I have a terrible memory, and it was quite a few years ago. We didn't look too long or too hard. Well, we didn't want to get caught. Yeah. For we, I think we still after that we still made like made a loop up to the mess hall and like past Probably sports missed. and outdoor skills. Oh, I messed around a bit. Well, you can get in some pretty deep trouble for that though. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not allowed outside a camp past what ten o'clock? I, I think it's eleven. Eleven. I think it's ten o'clock now. This last year it was ten o'clock. So like we were out past our curfew. 
broke Ooh. into the rifle range without permission. A, which is a big, like, they, they obviously they have to be strict because they're a, a big scouting reservation and there's a lot of, like, little like kids. Like, nationally recognized. Kids. Yeah. Like, a lot of little kids and young kids, you know. So they, they're, re- and, and guns are dangerous. So they're really safe. So, like, that's a big. But it's also mainly because a lot of those kids that go out there are from inner city troops and mm-hmm. they've never even seen a gun in their life. Right. But then you get a bunch of country kids like all of us are like, we can do this. Yeah. We just go break in, do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Do whatever, you know, just for the craps of it. I'm surprised they don't have more cameras than what they do. Oh, I know. I'm surprised we haven't gotten caught with most yeah. of the stuff we've done. Yeah. Maybe we have and just no one said anything. Maybe. But you would think, like, they would have a lot of cameras, but they really don't. There's only one place, like, the mess hall is the only place that has cameras, I'm pretty sure. I know they have cameras on three sides of the mess hall, I'm pretty sure. I think just because they have all that expensive kitchen equipment in there, mm-hmm. and that's literally it. So, like, whenever you guys broke in the mess hall, they definitely knew about it. Maybe. We didn't go into the mess hall, though. We were, had... we were right on the edge. We're, yeah. We, were we like... went to the edge and took things off the porch. Yeah. We we're, 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 yeah. I don't, because I don't, I remember us looking for a camera because we were all like worried. Like, we were like, because we knew, we knew there was a camera. Because right. I know they have a camera on the back, by, like the garage doors and yeah. the kitchen door. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the only one they have, like the only side too. I was thinking they had some on the insides, like right inside the doors of the entrance and they on might. Both sides. They In- might, there might be more on the inside. But like not on the outside. Not on the outside. No. Where we were, we were safe. Well, like, they also, they probably think that, like, we're scouts, we should be trustworthy, all that stuff. Yeah. It's in the scout wall. We're supposed to be trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not like we're stealing anything. It's all all harmless and fun. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you guys in the next segment. See ya. And we're back Mm -hmm. for the second segment. Yep. Um, Usually... The past few episodes, we've been doing our competition prompt or whatever uh, uh, at the beginning of this segment. But we're not going to do that just because we're missing three hosts and Isaiah is the judge and we have a new guest. So we're, we're just going to push it back a week. So Isaiah is still the judge. He'll be the judge next week, and which is actually a good thing because we never got a prompt. <laughs> we never got a prompt. So uh, you guys will listen to that next week. Um, the beginning of this segment, we're just going to give you guys a little rundown of our fantasy draft that happened Wednesday. We did say that we might uh, like record it and like go around and you guys could hear us live drafting, but we thought it would just be too complicated, too many people to remember. And it was exactly it be, what I said it was yeah, going to be. If you didn't have a screen in front of you, you're like, I don't know who just picked who or you know what their team is looking like at all. So we just said, ah, screw it. We'll, we'll just do an overall for yeah. the people on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'll just talk. We'll just give you a quick rundown of uh, the main host. So we'll start off with Team Geisy. That's me. Yep, Team Luke. Um, do you remember your? Was your first pick Derrick Henry? Yeah, it was totally Derrick Henry. What pick were you? Four. Four. So that's actually, I guess that's pretty. Exciting. I was very that's surprised because he was like number two on my big list. <laughs> so they gave me crap last week for not doing any research for this because I've never done fantasy football in my life. So what did I do? I went home, pulled out my iPad, opened up like a like a note-taking app, and I pulled up a random article on the internet about the best positions or the best picks for every position in order for a 2021 draft, and I just wrote it down. And I just took the best available option every time I was up. 
which it was it was just funny how we were like, Luke, did you do much research? And he goes, I read an article. <laughs> and then we're all like, you may be losing. <laughs> it may be an easy win. No, nah, we, uh, we got Evan on, though. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think I'm okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about Evans a little bit because he had some funny picks. But it was definitely – I could definitely tell Luke definitely read something because his picks weren't – they were good picks, but there were a few that weren't, like, they were, I standards. Had I had questionable like, there, picks. There was a few that were like, huh. Like, again, wasn't a bad pick, but it, like, little surprise. He definitely read something and definitely, like, wrote that down. But, uh, yeah, first pick, Derrick Henry, and you were at four, which is expected. That's, That's a definitely a good Derek pick Henry. for four. And then your next one was D'Angelo Williams? Yeah, I definitely took two running backs back D. to back. Williams. Yeah. And then and I then took uh, Russell. And then you took Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, and then Allen. after that, it's kind of yeah. a. Keenan Allen. I took. I took. Brandon Ayuk. I took a kicker in defense relatively early, he too. Did. I started off the defense thing, and I also started off the kickers. The defense was really early. Kicker was like ninth, eighth round, which by then, it, they're all just whatever picks. They're, they don't mean much. But the defense was actually pretty early, and I remember I seen that. I was like, oh, okay. They were at the top of my list. I took Ravens defense, and it was at the top of my list personally. It was a great turnover defense. And we'll keep this rundown short because we know there's quite a few people that yeah. aren't the biggest football or sports people. But you want to talk about your uh, your what, what, what round did you pick? In? Oh, I have no clue. It was early. It was early. It was early. Explain it. So I took J.K. Dobbins. You know, Damon. Dang, pretty dang good pick out of Ohio State this last year. He was good for 16. 16 points a game is what he was projected as, like, per game. I was like, okay, that's a a good solid pick. And I picked him. Then today, we got a message from Jacob. J.K. Dobbins is injured. Out, is out. Luke text, bleep me. (laughs) Just straight up, I was like, come on. Like, why? Yeah, that was probably your... That's probably your second pick, second round. It probably was. Not that second running back. It was J.K. Dobbins, yeah. yeah. Damien Damien Williams. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to get us to the next team? I'm not sure how. Hold on. Give me one second. Luke's got a pretty solid team. Uh, Overall, I think everyone is pretty even besides maybe, like, Evan. Evan may be slacking. Evan is definitely a little bit slacking. Everyone else all had solid picks. Uh, They definitely, you could tell some people emphasized and prioritized some positions over the others, which is fine. But uh, I think it'll be a, a good. Uh, a it good should be competitive season. So here's my team, and I, I'm really proud of my team. I really like my team. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing dog after dog. So oh first my. pick, I got Ezekiel Elliott at pick nine. I was ninth out of twelve, and Zeke should have gone like five, five or six. And yeah. I got him at I got him at nine. all the draft and podcasts I've listened to. They they put him at like mid, and I got him a little later in the ground so i thought that was a really good steal um my second running back i got josh jacobs which again is a, a high quantity guy which is good for fantasy you want the biggest thing is volume you even if he doesn't do a lot each time if he gets the ball a lot it'll add points um i got kyler murray which is one of the top fantasy quarterbacks he puts up a lot of points then i got calvin ridley really good receiver deontay johnson which is kind of a not a huge name receiver, but he gets a lot of volume, and he he's a he's a he's a small guy. He's a quick guy. He'll he'll he's he's really saucy. I, it's 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 really fun to watch him play. Um, uh, I got 49ers defense. Jerry Judy really late, which I like that one because um, I think he can be a 
put up some good points. Um, Mike Williams, I don't have him in, but I have him on the bench. But he showed a lot of promise in last year. So I really like my team. Um, I, I call it Kyler the Creator instead of Tyler the Creator, who's a rapper. You guys probably don't know. I don't nope. get the reference. Okay. Sorry. Don't get the reference at all. There's a dude, Tyler the Creator. He's a rapper, and I've got Kyler Murray. So right now that's my name, Tyler the Creator. Uh, I play. I actually played Jacob week one. <laughs> I, I play him. Speaking of Jacob, he's up next. Yeah, he's up next. But uh, Jacob, like as soon as we found out who we were playing first week, Jacob's like, hey, you want to put a, our own little wager on this week? And I was like, mm, your team's kind of dog. <laughs> it's not. It's not. He, he definitely had a few like questionable picks, I thought. But he thought they were all gold. If he was here, he'd be like, you know, obviously defending and standing yeah. up for his picks pretty hard. But, but I, I don't think his teams are good. So his first first round pick, he was picked. He was 11. late. He was he like was one of the last. Um, he picked up Tyreek Hill, which is not a bad pick. Mm. Um, nope. Running backs are the prime thing for uh, what, what was it? fantasy for point wise, and then receivers next. He picked Tyreek Hill. Um, he had Austin Eckler's running back, Justin Fields. He did not pick a quarterback. Until, like, literally the last pick. That's right. He was like, I don't need a quarterback to yeah. win. I was like, you're crazy. So he literally picked up Justin Fields. I don't even think he's starting. But whatever. Um, you got Justin Jefferson, which is a really good receiver from Minnesota. He also did not pick a defense until, like, today or yesterday, which our draft was, like, Wednesday. He, he did took not a, get a basically defense. whatever was left. Yeah. The scraps. He, he literally just picked up the Panthers defense because he did not take one. So we're like, mm, okay. Okay. But I play I feel like I can beat him. I also believe you can beat him too. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Definitely a little bit better. Than you, Devin, don't worry. Make sure we gotta tell Jacob that. <laughs> Next up we'll do Isaiah. Isaiah, this team. First round, Isaiah picked Patty Mahomes. No, okay, hold up just disclaimer. Isaiah does not give two craps about sports yeah, at all. Like anything. Like, he runs cross and stuff, but, like, he does not care. So, give him a break. I don't know, don't need no hate on him yeah. right now. But, um, which, again, Patrick Mahomes is one of the also the best quarterbacks mm-hmm. in fantasy, obviously. But he has Joe Mixon, which, personally, I don't really like him as a running back pick, just for a few reasons. David Montgomery, Adam Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Jamal Chase? Jamar Chase. Jamar. You got Jamar. Jamar. Chase. He got, took like a lot of Bengals players. Yeah, he did take quite a few. He's got Tyler Board. Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. He's got Joe Burrow. That's right. On the bench. Yeah. Um, James Conner. I don't even know if he starts for Arizona. I don't know. His team is also questionable. He's got Patriots defense, which I'm, I'm not sure how they'll be this year. He's definitely he's he's more on the Evan side. Evan the side of picks. Poor Evan. But and then... honestly, in this league, it's not about getting first. It's just not about getting last. It's about not getting last. We just don't want to be last. You don't want to be last. I, we told I, him about I the, don't we, Have we told him the updated punishment? Yeah. Okay, no, we'll no, do no, it. We no, we haven't. Okay, do that. We'll tell it's the updated different. punishment. It's um, worse than it was. Who is this? Is Trey. So Trey's, Trey, uh, he's got Matt Stafford. His first overall pick was Nick Chubb, right? Yes. He was 12. He was dead. Trey was dead last. Yes. Because he wanted to redo the the draft order. <laughs> yeah, he's had Nick Chubb. Uh, his second running back is Jonathan Taylor. Um, Matt Stafford at quarterback, which 
You gotta love Matt. Um, he's got Henry Ruggs, a third wide receiver, which is showed a lot of promising stuff last year. Rams defense. C.D. Lamb on the bench. Um, he's got Zach Ertz on the bench. He's just, uh, he's got a lot of depth. He does. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is his starting tight end. Zach. Okay. Deshaun Watson, which I wanted him actually, because he does. Like, I don't. <sighs> does he not have like a? He's not. He, he's not, he's not signed, right? I think. Have I they see, made a I deal for him yet? I don't know. It's real complicated. He, I think he's still on the team, but I don't think he's starting because he's in a lot of, a lot of uh, drama, or whatever. Right now, whatever the else. Money. Yeah. <laughs> he wants money. They won't give him money. The whole thing. Yeah, he has a few other like legal things, so he's not starting. But if he does, that would be a steal because he literally got him, I think, last round because everyone else like forgot about him. Definitely. But if I he mean, everyone come, had at least two good quarterbacks, probably. Mm-hmm. Like even I took a second quarterback. And then, do we want to look at Evans just yeah, for yeah, just for re- just because? <laughs> let's Evans? look at Calf Man's. There what it is. Pick was Evans? Do you remember? Um, was he, he was like after six? me. He was like six. He was, was like right in the middle. Like he was like right in the middle. Um, his first, his first, first round pick was Dak Prescott. Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> we just... all saw that. We we're like, what? <laughs> like, at least take like Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray if you're gonna take a quarterback. But he goes Dak Prescott, which we we're like, that's an I... easy. That's, that's an easy win. Dubskis. Um, his next pick, pick Saquon Barkley, which again. Not a good pick. He's a good running back, but he doesn't have the O-line. He's coming off a big injury, and it's just not a good one. He's got A.J. Brown, which is a good receiver. He um, just started picking off points, though. Yeah. After we kind of, like, gave him an yeah, idea of what he's he supposed to be doing. Scott and I think, like, Saquon, we all started laughing too much. And then in when you're drafting, there's, like, a uh, projected or what, – what, do you remember what it Projected was? points or, like, they were in order pretty like, much. It would, like, it, it would basically tell you who they think is the next best pick, like – if you'd go to most, all, and it would just tell like, you, give yeah, you an like idea. An auto draft, it would literally tell you. So he just started picking the top guy there, because he was, screwed up a lot of people doing that too. Yeah, he did. it was pretty funny. <laughs> He's got the Packers defense, which is solid. Terry McLaurin's a good one. I'm not sure when he got scary Terry. That must have been early, because I, I, I thought I thought a lot of people wanted him. But he's a good one. But yeah, I don't think Evan's gonna. Yeah, do I don't think I have to be worried. I don't think I have to be worried about going into my place of employment, ordering food in a scary, not scary outfit, but like a um, how do we want to phrase like a female-based outfit? Like either it's a dress or like a cheerleader's outfit or something of the nature. Which is what we're ordering doing. food, then walking all the way across town, which it's like a mile and a half. One way, yeah, to go to another place, and then walk back and pay for it and get your food, holding a sign that says "I suck at fantasy yeah. football." That See. is our updated. Now, there's no rule against you could run that entire way if you really wanted to. Make it so you could order the food, run both ways, like a mile, and then turn around and run a mile straight back, and you know pay for your food like and be done. You could be done in you know probably 20 minutes. Or you could just do it real slow and just be like, whatever, and be done in like an hour. But so like to say, Evan does lose, and he has to wear a cheerleader outfit. You know he's gonna wear it with pride. Yeah, that oh is, yeah, that is true. If he doesn't care. It wouldn't be the first time. It. Yeah, Jacob, uh, 
few weekends ago. I owe something like that. Uh, Jacob, Evan still has it in his car to this day. He's had it in there for years. Uh, Jacob got it on. He put it on, and it was really tight. And I have a few pictures of of Jacob with it on. It's so funny. It's, it's high quality. It's an old, good story. Yeah. But I think we're going to get back into some, Boy Scout some more Boy Scout stories. And we're going to ask Jerry yeah. to tell some of his favorite stories that he can tell. That's one thing we were happy when we could get Jerry on because he's another he's another head he's another another Eagle Scout to add to our podcast yeah, another here. file of memories of the Boy Scout story so I want you to think long and hard I'm, I'm trying to think of stories that I know that are like just about you yeah. or involve you at least and not one of us that like we probably haven't said so I feel like most of the stories that like I can always remember like things I witnessed of other people right doing. yeah like you don't remember the stupid things you do yourself mm-hmm. you always remember making fun of someone else for doing something dumb yeah and he's got a point there, which I we need to plan this better, but nah, nah, nah. Well, you know we're not going to. We we wing it every time. I wouldn't be more. We wouldn't be doing sporadic stuff then. That's exactly. no fun. Well, I feel like some like the best stories though always came from our Klondike camp out. Yeah. Ooh, we're, that's fair. When were we camping out? September. It's no. November. November. It's, it's always like the second weekend of November, and it's around here, like you know, Midwest Ohio. It's it's getting it's getting cold by then. Oh, we've like had it's snow 30, during those yeah. campouts. Or we've also had a flood during the campout. We talked about that. <laughs> talked about the flood that came up to the cabin. Oh my goodness. Like, do you guys remember whenever we made up the game Chaos? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this first time we were there, we made up Chaos, and it's like a tradition anymore. That was one of the dumbest ideas we've ever had. And now it's, it is so much fun. Yeah. It's one of the longest running traditions we have, from us anyways. I feel like we should probably like, explain what chaos is, or else <laughs> have we? people probably real for it. here. Jared, it's all on you. All right, so a quick rundown of the game chaos. So I'm at this Klondike camp out. It's at my grandparents' property. They have a big like enclosed basketball court, pretty much. And so there's a bunch of basketballs in there, volleyballs, footballs, tennis balls, anything round that's able to be thrown, we'd pretty much just grab and then pick a random young guy and just make him stand on the other side under this basketball court, and we'd just whip piss missiles at him. Yeah. Like, we're sending <laughs> everything. We're sending 80 mile an hour fastballs with a tennis ball. We would ball. throw, like, those little tykes cars, like those red cars, oh, yeah. and we'd sit there and chuck those across the floor and fling it over at him. And they'd just be sitting there, like, yelling and dodging and running around back and forth. And then they'd just... use the car as, like, try yeah, to protect themselves, like, and they'd still get, like, whipped in the head, like, right through the window, bouncing off the top, crown of your head. And the game always got real intense if someone flips the lights off. And you heard the words chaos. Yeah. Because you don't know where a ball is coming from, but it's going to hit you. (laughs) It's just like impending doom. Mm -hmm. You know it's going to happen, but you don't know when or where. It's like Like, when you're going to die. Like, it's not like if you get hurt. It's It's, a how bad am I going to get hurt. (laughs) We've uh, we've had a couple times where um, one time we weren't playing it, but we were like playing chaos. But, like, someone, like, slit their wrist open on a hook on the wall where they were using it to... I don't know why you always use the word slit his wrist. It was, though. No. Like, it was accidentally. He had a cut in his wrist. It was very deep, He didn't slit his wrist. Yeah. On purpose. But isn't that when you ran down? Yeah. (laughs) So, he comes running down the hill at 25 mile an hour, and he's a big man. Yeah. Just flying down this hill. Mm -hmm. Just screaming... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's fine. <laughs> Kevin slit his wrist. Kevin slit his wrist. <laughs> and then the scoutmaster like, what? He slit his wrist, and then they start running up. And the Kevin just has a little. Well, they don't. They didn't yeah. run. You know, they yeah, they yeah, moved yeah. as fast as they could. <laughs> They're old men. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah. But it's so funny. Yeah. I wasn't there. I don't remember where I was. I don't. I think you had like a wedding. I came to the camp out. I don't think I've like missed one. Oh, I might have missed like a like that night. That maybe. night, you were there on like Friday night. This I remember like that story, night. but I don't remember being in the rec room or down when Luke came Dude, running down. I was I was down at the on cabin at that point, so I just witnessed Luke just screaming at the top of his lungs, running down this hill. And then Kevin comes down and like, isn't it just like it was just like a little scratch? <laughs> it was, but it was bleeding pretty good. So. Like, what was even the backstory of that? He was trying to like climb up a wall. He was climbing up the wall to like hide. I think they were gonna do like, like in the dark hide and seek or something. And they were yeah going up. We the always wall. ended up playing hide and seek in the dark yeah. in there. And then we'd always have like a glow stick that we'd whip around. <laughs> oh my goodness! Or just like straight up playing basketball up there for a long, long time, all the time. Didn't you get injured at scout camp that one year, and you had to go down to the? First yeah, that was... Oh, what merit badges I'd do at that point. Wilderness Survival. Wilderness Survival. Um, we had, uh, me and one of the other scouts were supposed to be trying to build a like little hut to stay in that night. And we're always taught, whenever you're cutting up something, always cut away from yourself. I cut right at myself and stabbed myself right in the in hand. And I was bleeding like a stuck pig the whole way back. We were like three miles into this woods. Yeah. Fun times. And you ran. You had to go back and get it checked up oh, every day. Every day. Hey, yeah, there, there was a hot medic that year. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't help but go back every day to get it re And you had to take up. someone with you because... Hey, I needed you, moral yeah, support. Yeah. And, and no, buddy. Buddy system. Yeah, I was just helping well, you guys. Yeah, but sometimes a full group would come as, for moral support. <laughs> moral support. And she was, caught on to that pretty fast. That was a pretty hot medic that year. Though. Yeah, that was pretty she good. Was, she was out of the Air Force and... Pretty sure she was married, but mm-hmm. scout goggles. I, uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, so scout goggles. All that is is we'll explain it. I guess. Yeah. The if best you think way to good. It, it, the best way to put it is obviously if if you rate a woman on their looks or whatever on a scale of one to ten, it's an automatic add two. And the uh, reason for there's the, been times I've probably added four or five. <laughs> well, it it, it, it varies. It gets on the worse. Person. It, varies it gets on the worse person. as the week goes so, on. So yeah, because all it is, if it's if you're just seeing a week of straight dudes, like all the time, like any woman you see will get like a plus two automatically. At least three. versus your usual life. I'm thinking usually three. It, again, it depends. By the end of the week, probably. <laughs> but at the beginning of the week, it, it's not too bad. But it, it is a real thing, and it is it is it's pretty funny. Oh, and it's always the lifeguards too. Or oh yeah, the only reason you think they're hot is because you've only seen guys all week, mm-hmm. and they're in a bathing suit the yeah. whole time. It may be so. a one piece, but like anything, yeah. Like there's some skin going on at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my goodness. Were you the? No, that was that was Sammy. We tried to get Sammy on today, but too busy cooking his he dinner. Was cooking dinner. Whatever. Err. Err. <laughs> I actually, I have a, I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quick. But I heard this one cool story about how, like, eels, and this is completely unrelated, but it just popped in my head. <laughs> eels are, like, so unknown. Oh, I don't want to explain this, but 
they they confuse scientists because like we know like nothing about them. They're definitely like, not exactly the most. Scientists have studies and they don't know how they reproduce. Like they don't lay eggs. They don't have like any reproductive organs or anything. It's just more of them up here, and they just like come out of the ground. I'm literally just gonna look up conspiracy theory at eels. Conspiracy theory about eels. Let me see if I can read about it. And it was really. I watched this video. It was on TikTok. Was it that one like that one dude who always does things where he's just about animals? He's just like his first viral video was about moose. Okay, I just want to talk about how freaking crazy moose are. Now, you know, you see them in movies and stuff, and they, like, look like, oh, yeah, they're, like, you know, five, six feet tall. No, these things stand ten feet tall at the shoulder and weigh half a ton. I don't think oh. it was that guy. Definitely <laughs> not that guy. I feel like I've seen that video. You definitely have. It was, it was pretty viral. It, was, it had, like, ten million likes. Let me see. Yeah, this is, see, this I get lucky to break a thousand likes. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So yeah, pretty sure I broke a thousand likes on so. TikTok. Yeah. What? Really? I had a pretty what? sexy mullet going. Oh so my! I hopped on that trend. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta start repping the pod. That's a thousand viewers. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. So these sea creatures lack reproductive organs of any kind. Their lack of obvious reproductive organs has enshrouded eels for thousands of years. Some of history's greatest minds have tried to solve the mystery. Uh, science would believe they know the life cycle the other day, but people have believed to know the whole story before. The mystery of the eel. Uh, there are many vari- variations, and they are everywhere. Yet this vast species, no clear form of reproduction. Mm. Yeah, maybe they just don't reproduce. But, but how do you get more of them? They just don't more. die. And they know the life cycle. No, they know the life cycle, roughly. Like, they know they, how long they live and die. Aristotle believed they spawn from the mud. Other philosophers, uh, I mean, you gave it just gave us a funny look. I mean, like Aristotle was literally like an ancient Greek thinker. Yeah, He's yeah. just like coming up with things like, yeah, they probably just spawn out of the mud, <laughs> and people just took it as holy word. Like, of course, Aristotle, yes. Well, I guess like back in that day, they also thought that the Earth, like everything, orbited the Earth instead of like the Earth was or, the central point, and it wasn't. It's not. Yeah, but that's just human thinking. Though we're the center of everything. We think we're the center of everyone. Um, I mean, it makes sense, though. It seems like we know so much, but we still know so little about, like, the oceans and what's oh. in the oceans. It's we, crazy. We know more about the moon. Yeah, we've explored true. way more of space than we have the oceans in our own planet. It's mostly because it's physically incapable. We are physically incapable of being able to explore it. Like, the pressure involved with going much deeper than we have already is insane and immense. Like, it's just crazy. Like, we can build vessels that can withstand the heats and colds of space, but we can't do anything about the pressure of water water. over 2,000 feet deep. And, like, you can't send divers that low. Like, you literally will get crushed if you dive too. And if you go up too slow, you get the bends, which is a... um, it's pretty much just like carbon dioxide getting into your bloodstream because you rose out of the mm-hmm. out of um, 
like out of a dive too fast. Yeah, I know there's a lot of science behind it. I actually got a little bit from Outer Banks about how like Ooh, <laughs> love Outer, you Banks. Watch Outer Banks. That is a great show. Have you yeah, watched we have, it? I love Outer have, Banks. We might have to have you on again, and because we we've said like three weeks ago that we were just gonna have a whole episode where we just talk about Outer Banks. But Jacob won't watch it. Or he says, like, yeah, yeah, I'll try. He is busy. But, like, he never has. So we may just skip him. And See, like, you can't be... We could have Felix on instead. Yeah. Felix loves Outer Banks. But, like, you can't be too busy to not watch Outer Banks. It's so good. I didn't sleep for, like, two days straight yeah. just to watch Outer Banks. You gotta sacrifice a couple yeah. days. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I, it's totally worth it. I can make up on sleep on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's what Saturday and Sunday is for. Very soon. We'll talk about We'll have Outer Banks. Oh, we geez. keep pushing it back, but I want to do it before it gets too far because then I start forgetting things. Yeah, because like in the first season of uh, the Outer Banks, they did the dive to go look for the royal merchant. Yeah. And he was down there for so long, and he base, he barely got up on time and whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of signs and behind diving. The deep, the deep sea is one of my biggest fears. I feel like I said I – th- I, th- I think – why am I stuttering so much today? Oh my god! Lack like, of sleep. <laughs> that is true. I did not get much last night, uh, but uh, it's one of my biggest fears. There's I, just so much unknown. It's just the pressure, the darkness, the creatures that are down there. What we don't know about it. It's and it's, it's so scary. cold, considering it's so close to the center of the earth. Yeah, that's another thing. And there's things. There's animals that live there. It's fish. Scary animals. Yeah. Scary oh animals that live that deep. And, like, you will not see them otherwise. Yeah. Like, you should think, like, their bodies can withstand that pressure. It's just an adaptation. They figured it out. I mean, there's it's... Got, there's got to be so much we can learn from that. It's the beautiful, you know, science of nature. See, like, the only way for us to learn, though, is to be able to explore down there and them. see what's going on but with them for them to be able to do it. Literally the most brightest, there. luminous lights. And they'll put them on things, and they get down, like, as far as they can bring them, and they can see, like, five feet. Yeah. Literally just, it just absorbs that light straight up into the darkness. But it does, that light does attract a lot of things, though, that they mm-hmm. have cameras and stuff on those mm-hmm. robots. Well... I think that about wraps up this episode. We're I think we'll be yeah. signing off. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow our Instagram, speaking underscore sporadically. And on TikTok at speaking sporadically. Yeah, same thing. Um, if you'd be so generous as to support us, there should be a support link, and you can click that link. In this episode's description. Yep. And uh, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, whatever you listen on, do whatever, get notifications. We should be on YouTube soon, probably soon. in the next. We're working probably on in the that. next month. We're working on that. We're working on it. But uh, yep, thank you guys so much for listening, Jerry. Any closing remarks? Not that I can really think of. All right, Luke. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.